What is going on, everybody? We are back. The Out of Bounds Golf Podcast took the week off last week. No one was busy. I uh, I was pretty sure I was dying last Tuesday and Wednesday, but uh, we we made it through. We're back this week. Uh, so again, I'm Jordan here with my co-host Nolan. We got a lot of golf to talk about. Oh yeah, we, uh, another we'll, major we'll week. Skip. We'll skip two weeks ago. I don't even remember what tournament it was. It was a small one. Didn't really matter. Oh, it was John Deere. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, but last week we had. The Open Championship and, and the Barbasol Championship. So we'll go over that one. More yeah. of the Open. Yeah, I definitely. Hope. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll go over a little bit, but definitely more of the, the major, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, Nolan, let's talk some golf. What do you Absolutely. got last week? Absolutely. Uh, so it looks like the winner of the Open was Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland's finest. Shane Lowry winning it for the his home country, which was pretty sweet. He, I mean, he was basically won it wire to wire. I think someone had, I, I can't. Oh yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, there was who, who was on, there was somebody that was well, like. Well, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Oh yeah, because that guy fell way I got down. A, I got a bone to pick with him, so we'll get to him in a minute. But he was tied with someone basically for the first three rounds. Yeah, exactly, and then he just took off and. I don't know, but that was sweet to see like the the home crowd like cheer him on the whole week and get the victory. I thought that was awesome. You you kind of knew he was gonna win after like almost after Friday. Yeah, you could uh, you know you have a little bit of worry that maybe he'll fall apart, but he uh, after after the first few holes where he realized he was pretty comfortable, you you pretty much knew it was over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, second place, another good finish uh, for my boy, Tommy Fleetwood Mac. Tommy Fleetwood, Love. long hair wonder. I, I am, he's starting to become my number one. I think he might be my number one favorite you know, golfer my right si- now. My sister loves him. She she got a, um, an autograph from him when he um, when she was at a tournament a few years ago, and he was like a no-name. And That's like, going to be worth something. I know. They talked for a little bit and stuff. I, I need to talk to her about that. How he Speaking got of worth something, you and I went to that. I don't know if – I don't know what that was. PJ Championship maybe? I got a – I have a Justin Thomas signed ticket somewhere. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You know what You know what the kicker is? No idea where it is. That sucks. I always hate when I've, that stuff happens. I've looked everywhere. No idea. That's probably worth a little bit of money right about now. Because right after trash. that he went on his tear – zero idea where it is i have a bunch of tickets hanging on my door over there it's not in those i have no idea where else it would be uh but back back to the open then we had our uh you know an interesting third place finish in tony finau i saw a stat the other day tony finau is killing it in majors seriously he hasn't hasn't broke through and won one yet but he's like a consistent top five top ten guy he is quietly racking up the bankroll I feel like he's also just gaining experience being up there on the leaderboard and like being in a, like near the final pairings. Like he's definitely he he could be one of those guys that like sneaks in a major or two in their career. Oh yeah, it uh, you know I I think he's one of those guys. I think he'll definitely break through at some point. Um, hopefully it's sooner rather than later. Hopefully he doesn't pull a Sergio and wait like a million years. Yeah, no kidding. Like he did with the Masters, but uh, you know with him being up there as much as he has been, I would imagine that there's got to be you know. Sometime he's got to he's got to pull through and and get it done. Um, and then we had the Barbasol Barbasol Championship. We had our our boy Jim Herman. 
yeah, win thing. Before, at twenty. Bef- before we move over to the, there, though, I wanted to go okay. over. Um, I wanted to go over the final round by my boy Frankie Molinari. Fran. He literally had a negative five on the last day. Like nobody was even near that anywhere else. Basically, like. Yeah, people people got chewed up the last day for, you know, obviously the weather was not very nice most of the days. Oh, it was terrible but I would, on Sunday. Yeah, I would argue that it was probably. Uh, you know, I don't know. Between between Thursday and Sunday, I don't know which day was worse. Thursday was pretty miserable. But scoring-wise, I guess you'd probably say Sunday because people were just falling apart. Yeah, and there Francesco are, are not climbed, many red numbers. Francesco climbed the leaderboard. He got me some money in the um, in our little like tournament or whatever. What do you, what do you want to call that? A little one-and-done contest. The one-and-done contest that we're in, yeah. 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 You know what I walked away with last week? $7,000. That's that's my boy Jonathan Vegas in oh, the yeah, uh, in the Barbasol finished about T fifty or T sixty. Yeah, I'm sorry. Seven, I'm sorry about Rory. Seven thousand dollars. Sorry. Yeah, we him. had Rory. Uh, wanted to absolutely choke the life out of him after Thursday. You open it up with a quad, then you have a double bogey where you three putt from two feet on sixteen, and then he finishes it with a triple. Oh my and then God. to come back and play lights out Friday and miss the cut by one stroke, if we just can we learn not to three putt from two feet? Because if we don't do that, I at least make the cut. I at least get some money. Now he's Ireland's gonna waste. go crazy for him. You know, it, it is kind of funny that of all the people that won this tournament, it it was you know an Irish native. And if people would have guessed beforehand, knowing that it was an Irish native who who won it, people probably would have guessed Rory before. Shane Lowry, Graham McDowell, oh yeah, Patrick Harrington, all those guys combined would have had less predictions than Rory. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, not hole number bad, one just kind of blew it. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad pick, but uh, yeah, unfortunate result, I guess. Yeah, got me zero dollars again on the one and done. So you know, coming down to the wire, we only got six tournaments left on that. Yeah, I got to, I got to capitalize this week. So uh, if I don't make a move and, and do something good this week, I think I could be toast. Uh, at this point, I'm playing for just the the weekly money just to hopefully not lose anything on the, the season-long contest. So we'll see. Yeah, It's not looking good, though. Yeah, we'll um, see. I'm kind of doing the same thing, but I'm hoping for the best. If I can get a win or two just, in here, I could I could take it. Yeah, just to uh, – I'm just going to run through the Barbasol top three quick. I, no one uh, – you know, no one cares. Um, but, you know – Congratulations to the top three guys. That's pretty much all we're going to say about this, and then we're going to go back to the open. I also got uh, my boy Martin uh, Martin Laird at uh, T6, got me some money. Yeah, you, you had a couple solid finishes. Unf- I hate it when you get that T6, but it's in a, such a small I tournament. I, T6, I a pretty decent thousand. finish. Yeah, you get nothing. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, we had our we had our favorite uh, foreigner, Sepp Straka. At 23 under, we had Kelly Craft at 25, and then our boy Jim Herman took home the gold at uh, 26 under. I'd just like to point out, this is like the third, is this the third time in five weeks that the cut has been either three under or four under? And it was four under, so it tied the record yet again. Seriously. And, and these are like no-name golfers, too. So, you know, we're, we're in this really long stretch of people just, obliterating golf courses obviously we had the open last weekend that was a a good test but Mm -hmm. i mean in terms of the the pga circuit 
It's the people new equipment, just, man. I think I, I need to get some new equipment in golf, really. People are just lighting them up. Seriously. It's insane. Um, next, losers of the week. I'm calling them losers because that's what they are. They're I'm not calling them disappointments. That's too nice. They're Rory. losers. You know, I did have Rory because that you first should. round really sucked. But my biggest loser of the week was the man that was either in the lead or tied for the lead for the first three rounds. Oh, yeah. My boy, J.B. Holmes. J.B. Holmes, he blew up comes out, Comes out on Sunday and shoots an 87. He shoots 41-46. That equals 87. His scorecard, and he even had a birdie in there. So that's an 87 with a bird, but then the scorecard's just littered with doubles and he's got i think he's got a does he have a triple yeah, he does have one triple in there but it's a lot of a lot of doubles a couple bogeys yeah uh, they really even sh- they really even showed him on sunday just because it was so bad oh yeah and it, about the most that they showed of him was brooks kepka playing with him and just looking like he wanted to end his life yep brooks kepka barely cares he really doesn't care as soon as he doesn't have a chance to win and you pair him with a slow player that's going to drop an 87 that's Put him on Suey watch because that's uh, that's brutal. Um, but yeah, he dropped he dropped sixty four spots to finish T sixty seven. That's a lot of money gone there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I saw the other day it was uh, I I didn't get the like the I didn't get it down to the pennies, but it's roughly seven hundred thousand dollars. That's I would be that, a little bit pissed too if I was playing <laughs> that that right there is an expensive eighty seven. That's a that's the most expensive eighty seven <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, that uh, loser of the of, week for sure. That's a lot of money per hole. I'd say the loser of the week is is uh, JB Holmes' pockets. To be honest with you, what is that? I got to do the math quick. Seven hundred thousand divided by eighty-seven. He lost eight thousand dollars, just over eight thousand dollars on every stroke. <laughs> <laughs> every time he swung the club, eight thousand dollars, eight thousand dollars. If I 8, lost eight. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I lost eight thousand dollars every time I took a swing, I, I would be crying and I would end my life at the end of the round. Ball hangs on the lip. <laughs> oh my god. Eight thousand dollars to tap. Eight thousand dollars. Out of bounds, that's sixteen. Yep. <laughs> Stroke and distance. Uh, eight thousand and eight thousand. I just can't I mean and you uh, you know, I'm sure that's not what he's thinking about in the moment, but if your mind ever wanders there like if you, I mean, if you're if you're a small name guy, and that happens, if you're uh, if you're whoever finished, whoever finished T seventy two here, Yuki and Amori, if you're Yuki and you have like career earnings of like a million dollars and you lose seven hundred thousand in one round, that's devastating. That's borderline a career ender. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> just like I, I just ne- like, like I gotta go out here and shoot like a seventy five, and I'll make like. A couple years pay, and it's just like eighty-seven. You may never mentally recover from that. Seriously, <laughs> you are just you are just dead for the rest like, of your life. We still talk about you at the state tournament, and you and you still didn't shoot an eighty-seven. Yeah, and there was no money on the line. Yeah, so that's even better. Yeah, so just imagine I, what he's going to be thinking about. That was just bad golf. If 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 they would have said every single shot, I, even if it was eight hundred dollars, if they said you're going to lose eight hundred bucks, I'd still be upset. I can't imagine. That's got to. It's still stinging for him. Yep. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to move on to the um, like next week? 
Yeah. Uh, I was also just going to point out, I was so happy for Shane Lowry. Because that was, was that like, uh, I think it was like five or six years ago. He was in the lead and then blew it. Yep. Slash got come back on. So, and I really wanted to see him win it that year. So, yeah, the fact I was that happy he was able win. To, to win it this year and the fact that it was in Ireland and he's Irish, that was, uh, that was pretty damn awesome. Okay, um, actually, before we move into next week, I actually wanted to go over something with you. I, um, I'm i in the market to buy some new clubs, so I wanted to run some. I made a list of what I wanted to check out. I wanted to run them by you to see what you thought. Sure. Um, I'm pulling up the list right now. So, basically, I want to get a new, a new driver, a, um, a new three-wood, and then um, new wedges next year. So, um, I'm not really trying to buy... The this year's model, I'm really just trying to find like the best driver I can find. That's like, a, like I want to get it new if I can. Um, you can kind of find those, you know, um, when you, like when they don't sell. Um, so I'm I want to look at like the TaylorMade M3 and M5 for the driver, um, and a three wood. Actually, I've heard that they're pretty good for both. Um, for driver, uh, Callaway Rogue Sub Zero, and then or a Ping. Uh, G410. That's my drivers. Um, do you like any of those out of there? Do you have you heard of any of them? Um, I I've heard of all of them. I I suggest you go with uh, PXGs and you throw ten grand out there on a driver. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> See yeah. what happens. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest. You know, obviously it depends on uh, what what stage of the game you're at and what you're playing for. I'm not the biggest fan of like TaylorMade drivers simply because of the noise. Uh, they damp, they damp the in the face so much. They got that carbon fiber on the back that mm-hmm. just makes them so quiet. It's kind of a flat sound. I like the good. I like the good whack sound. What about that, the? Uh, do you like the Callaway? Um, uh, Rogue yeah, Sub Zero. I, I got the. Uh, I have the XR Pro, which I will keep for a very long time because I love that driver mm-hmm. and I love. I, I'm a. I was never a big Callaway guy, but I love that driver and. That may have me look at another Callaway clubs coming up when I go to make a move here coming up. I've read I read a lot of good reviews about the um, Rogue Sub Zero for Callaway. They have, so they got a hot face. Mm-hmm, exactly. I'm lo- I'm, I'm looking for I was looking for one that can give me more distance because that's kind of what I need. Um, and then for three woods, um, I want to check out see if I can find the original Rocket Balls three woods if I can find one new because those things were just absolutely wrong, but on, on, in a, in a good way. I couldn't tell if you were being serious there for, for a second. Okay, he, I, here's one for you that you might laugh at, but I've actually heard super good reviews about it, is the Tour Edge CBX. Uh, I've, I mean, Tour Edge, is, it's made by exotics. Like, yeah. Like, I, I I personally would probably never get one just out of the principle of it. Yeah, I know <laughs> but, that's, that's the thing. But I've heard that they're not, you know, as bad as I guess their reputation <laughs> leads a lot of people to believe. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just, I was like, specifically this model was like fantastic. So I want to give it a try. Um, Callaway Rogue and then Ping G400s. Um, that's the fu- the three woods I want to try out. Then Wedges, Titles Voki, TaylorMade, Milled Grind, and Callaway Mac Daddy are the three that I want to try. That's that's a no contest. If you get anything other than a Titles Voki wedge, your ass. Titles so, Voki, you think? TaylorMade, uh, Milled Grind are pretty good too, but like. Uh, you think Vokies, Vokies are just it's a hot knife in through butter. Yeah. You can't you can't beat a Voki. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I might have to What I you think, got going on over there? Are you okay? Yeah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna switch to the um 
Yeah. I, yeah, I am good. <laughs> just out of the, out of just the making way. sure no one's getting hurt over there. No, uh, Taylor's uh, using the sink. I think that might be what you're hearing. I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get those. I'm gonna save up some money this year and then buy them for next year. Yeah, get those get those nice and early in the spring. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Then come we'll out of the come out of the winter hot. Take maybe like a weekend trip to Arizona next spring. That'd be sweet. Done. Been there, done that. You can't go wrong. Never done that. I gotta, so. I gotta get out there again next year. It's been, uh, it's been too long. Oh yeah. A little yeah. little cubby action. A little golf. Uh, a little golf, not Cubs, but uh, maybe. I'll find maybe something a else little, to do. Maybe a little gambling. Yep. That too. Oof. On and off the course. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, real quick, I just wanted to cover two uh, small things that happened at the Open. Uh, you can't talk about the Open and not talk about David Duvall dropping a 14 on the first day. <laughs> That's like one of the funniest things I think I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. And then they they said originally it was a 15, and then they corrected it down to a 13 because I think they miscounted a couple of the penalty strokes because he, he played the wrong ball, and then I think he took another penalty stroke when he actually went to play this ball. And then after the round, they corrected it back up to a 14. <laughs> oh, my God. Back up to a 14. <laughs> like it matters uh, that much to his actual yeah, score. Yeah, you know, at, at that point, we'll just call her a day. Uh, and then the other thing I was going to uh, talk about, did you see the Henrik Stenson shot? Oh, where he snapped dude, his club over his knee? Yeah, dude just yeah, comes down. It. And he has, like, Henrik Stenson, if there was a safer bet in the world, it's like every other week. If you have a yes or no bet of will he hit a shank this week, it's going to be a yes. Yeah, he does shank the he ball throw, He throws one out there every other tournament. I wonder what that I've is. I've never seen him break must the club be, on it. must be though. like his like miss hit is like pretty bad. Oh, yeah. He's he's like leading with the butt end of the club. Oh, yeah, every time. It's just straight off the hosel. Coming, but his, uh, his reactions are classic. I didn't see him. I didn't. I didn't see it coming when he broke the club. Exactly, because he's like so stone faced about it. Like he just like oh, breaks yeah. it and just like keeps walking without like changing the like his face at all. Oh yeah. How do you do that? that? Was, it's like that like some fantastic. Terminator shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that pretty much covers the open. A lot of a lot of really high scores. Uh, your boy Fran dropped a low one for you, but yep. uh, you know, all in all, it was a fun tournament. You got everything you were expecting to get. You got the horrible weather of northern ireland you get irishman winning it so you get the crowd going absolutely bonkers as he's coming down 18 um you know obviously you're missing the 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 part where you have a really close race at the very end um that would have been fun to watch fleetwood and maybe have a little bit better of a shot to to run him down but all in all that's about as much as you can ask for for uh, a northern ireland british open i hope they go back there at least relatively soon yeah, same. Seriously, I, Ireland has really good golf courses. Oh yeah, and then you get that weather mixed in with it. It's like any anything can happen about every half hour. Yeah, exactly, and it like kind of it makes for a very interesting like tournament because you weather is going to play a factor. I mean, they get bad weather easily once every four days. So. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So moving on to next week, we got uh, two tournaments again. We got the WGC St Jude Classic. At TP Southwind down in uh, Tennessee. Yep. And we also have the, which I didn't realize this, because our uh, one, and, I've been going off of the one and done contest for a schedule. Um, it's the Reno Tahoe Open, but it actually goes by the Barracuda Championship now. Yep, exactly. Which, Barracuda Championship, way better name. 
Way better. Just saying. Yep. Way better. Reno Tahoe's horrible. Barracuda, fantastic. Yep, I'll watch that. Um, just a quick, really quick rundown of the Barracuda Championship. Again, this is similar to the the Barbasol, where it's a lot of no names. It's in uh, it's in Reno, Nevada. Play a par seventy two. Length is forty two hundred or forty two hundred yards. Seventy two. Uh, oh Jesus, we can't read. Seventy four hundred yards. Jordan wow. had a few drinks before the podcast. If you didn't I, know, I wish, man. <laughs> uh, should be should be cracking something open right now. Yeah, seriously. Um, but uh, the interesting thing about this tournament is that it's actually a Stableford scoring tournament. That is sweet. So, eight points for an albatross, five for an eagle, two for a birdie. Par, you stay even, uh, and then you you lose one point for a bogey, and you lose three points for a double bogey or worse. Which you know is good if you're going to pull a David Duvall and throw a fourteen in a hole. It's, yep. You know, we're we're looking at a match play situation where you have a bad hole and throw it away. So uh, it, you know, this kind of bothers me because I'm looking at the results, and I just want to get like a general idea of what would win it. And starting in 2012, they stopped putting what the score relative to par was. Oh, okay. So they just have the points, which is kind of difficult just looking at these point totals to tell yeah. what exactly people shot. But it looks like somewhere mid to high 40s in points. Um, what if were we go the back scores to where back? they were yeah. keeping score, um, let's see here. Scott Piercy won at 15 under. Matt Bettencourt 11 under. Uh, a couple other guys I haven't ever heard of. I mean, we're looking anywhere from 11 you know, to 20. 11 to 20 ish, right in there. The record's 21 under. Um, so if that holds true, it'll be nice that we don't have yet another tournament with what equates to be a, a cut line that's at four under. Um, yeah, and a winner that's at 26 under. Um, you know, I get that these guys aren't the pros, so maybe they're a little uh, lacking in in the talent department. But you know, give them a challenge too. We don't need everybody just running all over these courses. So do do we maybe want to talk about our picks then, or? Uh, yeah, we can go over a pick for that one quick, and then we can talk about who do you, who, the St. Jude real quick. Who do you have for on um, the Barracuda? Uh, so the Barracuda. So. Last week, my whole plan, literally all year, that I told everybody that I work with was that I was saving Tommy Fleetwood Mac to to pick him in the British Open. And then I got there, and I looked at my roster that was available, and I saw that Rory was there. So I'm like, oh, this is a smart move. And uh, I couldn't have bent myself over any more than I did. Um, yeah, that so really I, sucks. So I'd fall into the category of loser of the week as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so this week I went back to the strategy of just opening up the picks and just randomly picking a guy. So for this one I went with Ryan Palmer and Matt Every as my backup. So I'm pretty sure Ryan Palmer will probably like get cut or something. Ryan Palmer's pretty good. He should he should be up there. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Who you got in the uh, who you got in the Barracuda? I picked um, my boy from Germany, Martin Keimer. Keimer. Yep, he's been playing well recently. Um, I don't know, I was kind of sleeping on him for a while, and then my friend Sam, uh, shout out Sam Kisting, um, t- he was like, yeah, he's like, he's like, don't sleep on Martin Keimer, like, the dude's pretty good, and then, like, next tournament, I see him, like, leading, and I'm like, what the hell, are you serious? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know, you know, he won he's the... one of those guys that, he, like, fell off, he was, like, right up there for the longest time, and just kind of fell off the face of the earth. He won the major at, um, Whistling Straits, dude. Oh, yeah, he'll, uh, but then he just, like, randomly emerges in small tournaments like this, and he'll dominate for a weekend, and then yep. he goes away for another couple months. My backup is uh, Cameron Tringali. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so, I don't know, I I think uh, I think Martin's going to do good. He's been trying in the right direction, and, yeah, like you said, he could just take one of these small tournaments, so we'll see. Gamer. 
All right, let's. Uh, who do you got for the um, FedEx St. Jude? Yeah, so St. Jude. Um, I was looking, taking a look at the course information earlier. Dustin Johnson has has kind of run the table on this course yeah. throughout his career. It's a really short course. They played this one seventy two hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Like, there's two long par threes. There's a there's a hundred ninety five yard par three, and there's a two hundred and forty yard par three. Which no no thank you. I'd like no part of that. Yeah, no kidding. I'll but be the using par driver. fives. There's only two par fives on this course, but they're both way short for these guys. One's five fifty four, and the other's five thirty. Okay. For a guy like DJ, that's a that's a driver pitching wedge. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> like, that's a joke of a par five. Um, so you know, here here's me and my dumb brain that like I really want to switch my pick and my backup right now. Oh God! Strictly off of the course information, but I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it. Watch because you, watch I know yourself, what happens. Watch yourself. I know. Get, pick the wrong one again. <laughs> I know what happens when I let my bad brain get involved. So we're not. We're gonna eliminate that, and we're just gonna go with the random pick. So, our pick, and I'm not gonna change it, is Xander Shoffley. Oh God, Xander. Okay, we'll see. He is. He he had he run into that illegal driver issue with the RNA last year. He's a little pissed. He's gonna he's gonna come out and just absolutely dominate. Dom dom wow dominate. It sounds like I've been drinking. Yeah, I was like, how many I drinks do you have? Sounds like it. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna come out and dominate just despite the RNA. Uh, oh, yeah. And then my my backup, who I'm definitely not going to switch to my first pick, is Tony Finau. That's a good one. Which I feel like I've done a pretty good job managing my players up to this point to have those two guys available. That's yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm not winning, so I guess you, you know, the strategy maybe hasn't been that great. But, <laughs> but but I have I have options. I'm not winning, but I have options. So <laughs> I, who yeah. you, uh, who do you got this week? I uh, I picked Justin Thomas this week. JT. Yeah, he uh, took a T11 last week in the Open. He's been playing well. I don't know. He hasn't he hasn't like really came out at all very much this year, like winning. So I think he's due for a nice win right here towards the end of the season. Get himself up that, on the leaderboard. That kind of surprised me last week. I you know I was at I was at work and I li- I listened to I was listening to the first round on the way to work and I think I checked the the leaderboard probably like mid morning and I saw him. He was like probably within the top 10 or something at that point i'm like man yeah. for for a guy that's been really struggling you throw some you throw some really rough weather at him in a in a tough course and he's right up right there up at the top so i'm saying i think it'll be interesting to due. see if he can keep it going he's due but, for uh, good, he's due for a win here so and yeah, then i have uh, i have a paul casey for my backup so paul casey's been sneaky good this year mm-hmm. i mean that's that's another guy he's almost he's he kind of reminds me of zach johnson where he never really gets bad but he just kind of goes into that like forty to sixty finish position for a while, but then he can just come out and just dominate a tournament. It's because he's a ball striker. He just he's always oh, yeah. consistent. It's just like Francesco Molinari. Like they just like, or and like and like also like Louis Ustase and and like Justin Rose. They just have such good tempo and such good ball striking. So you could you could almost throw Tony Finau into that, yeah. but he's still a little he's still a little young. If he keeps going the way he's going, he'd fit right into that. Like you're category. always going to shoot consistent scores if you can hit. If you're hitting the ball well, yeah. And if you're not, then you're going to drop an 87 on the final of final yeah, day of exactly. a major. What's up, JB? Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, those are our picks for the St. Jude. So uh, if you're if you've been listening to the last few weeks, you should be smart and completely fade Xander because I have not been I've not been on. Yeah, don't but don't be don't uh, ride on Jordan this week for your bets. Not, not we'll the wisest decision. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, 
Yeah, so we gotta we gotta learn about somebody at some point. But do you have anything before we do that? Yeah, I was uh I was gonna mention that uh, we're both going on a trip in. I guess we're leaving next Friday. Um, but we're going to see our one of our favorite bands, um, OAR, in concert at Red Rocks on August. I think August eighth is it? That is correct. Yeah, eight eight on August eighth. So. It's in, um, obviously at Red Rocks in Colorado, so we're driving from uh, Wisconsin, southern Wisconsin, all the way out there. But we're going early. We're leaving, uh, I think I'm, I'm leaving Friday. I think he's leaving Saturday, Jordan, right? I'm leaving Saturday morning, yep. Yeah, so we're going to get out to Colorado. Um, well, actually, I'm going to Utah first. I think Jordan's going to Colorado. Are you, where are you, what are you doing for the first, like, um, Saturday, like, and Sunday and Monday? Yeah, we uh, I we originally had not planned on leaving until Tuesday, Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, Monday night after work. Well, that was the original plan, uh, and then we just slowly kept pushing it further and further back. Uh, so now we're at the point where yeah, we're heading up to we're gonna hit the Badlands on Saturday. That'll be quite the drive, but we'll get there, hang out there that night. We'll be able to hike there a little bit Sunday morning. Sunday morning, we're gonna hit a few different places. Um, we're going to go to Bear Country, USA. We're going to go to Deadwood, check out some some old Wild West history. Go say hey to uh, Wild Bill Hickok's grave in Deadwood. Hit Mount Rushmore, see the see the rocks. And then, uh, yeah, then we're home free to Colorado. So we'll do, uh, do a couple days hanging around Estes Park and Rocky Mountains. Check out some of the other national parks and, and national monuments around there. And then uh, the... Uh, yeah, I think we mentioned it the other day when we were talking. It's the the concert has almost become kind of just a a small event in this large week we're planning. Seriously, and uh, yeah, then we're meeting up with uh, we're meet, I'm meeting up with him uh, and his girlfriend and, and my girlfriend. We're meeting up in uh, Colorado. We got a cabin on Airbnb, and uh, we have that for what like four or five days or something like that. Yeah, I think it's yeah. <coughs> oh man, <Almost>. Tuesday. <laughs> we're we're okay. We're just we're choking on some pink lemonade over here, um, which I swear there's nothing in, even though it, the way I've been talking sounds like there's, there's probably something. There's in definitely there. some tequila on there or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we're there. What five days, four nights? Something Tuesday like that. through Saturday right. to Saturday. We have to check out on Saturday, but um, yeah, yeah so it should be should be a good time. But uh, so we'll be back next week. Uh, I'm talking about the St. Jude and the Barracuda, but we will be off again the following week when we are out in the middle of literally nowhere in Colorado. I'm going to Utah as well, going to Moab, going to see the Canyonlands, going to see the Arches National Forest, going to see the Colorado National Monument, going to see the Four Corners Monument. Um, What else? That's all before the concert. And then I think we're also going to see like the maybe the Great Sand Dunes or we're going to see Rocky Mountain National Park. Pro tip, though, if you ever do go on a road trip out there, um, check out the America the Beautiful Pass. It's um, a national parks pass. that uh, It's 80 bucks for a whole year from the day you purchase it, so it's not good just till like, the end of 2019 or whatever. It's, like, whatever month you purchased it, like, it's good till that ne- following year. But anyways, it gets you your entrance fees to all the national parks. So, I mean, if, if you're going to, like, two or three on a trip, it's pretty much worth it to just buy it. Um, me and Jordan just went and got it at REI the other day, and uh, I think that is like an REI specific thing. I think that's like a co-op that they do with REI has with the National Park Service. You can order it online too, but you have to pay like a ten dollar convenience fee or something like that. So it's cheapest just to buy it for eighty bucks at REI. So 
Um, yeah, but that's just a tip for if anybody's ever going on any uh, national parks trips or whatever. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm going to be seeing, you know, you and I did uh, a very quick trip of this last year. Um, <clears throat> but uh, So I'll be seeing a couple things that we spent very little time at last year, but also seeing quite a bit of new stuff as well. And I know you're going to be seeing a lot of new stuff going to Utah and, oh, yeah. and some of those other parks in Colorado. So going down I-76, forward to it. stopping at <clears throat> some lunch in Vail. Uh, I think we're stopping at in like uh, – it's like, what is it, Crater? I don't even know. It's called. Oh, it's called Hanging Lake. It's like right along I-76. Apparently, it's just like a super beautiful drive. So I'm excited just for the drive out there too. So. Oh yeah, that uh, you can't can't beat some Colorado driving. No. It's a, that's a tough one. You to lose beat. track of time. It's pretty great. Oh yeah. All right, let's do our. Uh, let's do our. You wanna our, you wanna learn about someone? Yeah, let's learn about somebody. Let's learn about somebody. I got my random number generator brought up. I got my list of golfers brought up. We have number 58. Let's see here. Who on this? Who? Good name. This is going to be Siwoo Kim. So let me go ahead and pull up Siwoo Kim. That's a fun name. S I W O O. Well, he's a young guy. I didn't realize he was that young. See, Woo Kim. He's, he's only only twenty four years old. Twenty four years uh, young. Man, that's one of those things, man. I just, I'm a, I'm gonna be twenty five soon. That just really makes you feel like a failure in life, you know. Honestly, when you see someone that's this young, just like. Yeah, I mean, you can't hardly watch, like, the NBA anymore. No, because they're, like, 18. Just, yeah, everybody you look at is 20 years old, mm-hmm. and they're over there making, you know, however many millions of dollars to put a basketball through a, a metal loop, and I'm sitting there on my couch watching them. So. As I data crunch for, like, a tenth of, or not even, like, a fraction of what they make. Yeah, that's a little, that's a little painful. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I guess technically his name would be Kim C. Woo. I don't know why. Why is that a thing? I don't why know. do we? Why I don't understand. I mean, obviously, I'm sitting over here with a with a you know average brain. I'm gonna have to Google that at some point. I don't know why we flip. Like why? Do we? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm so confused. I like I understand that like their family name is Kim. Yeah. But being, I mean, being, is that just because we're Americans? We just go, no, we're going to flip it so it's the way our names are? I don't why I can't really we don't just, know. Why can't we just let him be Kim Si-woo the I, way it, he always is? I have no idea. It's, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm going to have to Google that song. And, you know, like I just said, it just, it hurts my brain. Um, but uh, he, he won the 2017 Players Championship, and he was the youngest player to win the event. At only 21 years old. Wow, that's that crazy. is that makes me feel really bad. Um, man, can we find how far he hits the ball? Because he is a little guy. Yeah, I'm looking at it right he now. Is, 292. Yeah, he's 292. All right. That's this year. I mean, he's he's 5'11", so he's not like super short, but the dude only weighs a buck 82. Oh, he is. I mean, he is. He's small. He's got some. He's got some torque coming through to hit that. Ooh, he is not playing well this year. Wow. Whew. 
Has he been throwing up some scores? He has missed every single. He's got cut every single tournament since. Let's see. Oh, okay, since April. So since the RBC Heritage on April 21st, he has been cut in every single tournament that he's played in except for the Memorial. How many tournaments is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine tournaments cut out of his last Oof. out of his last ten. Man, that is a that's a streak you don't want. And we're man, that's gonna be tough for him to escape double digits on that one. That's yeah, that's really bad. That's yeah, it's not certainly not good. Oh, that's that's for sure. Time uh, to make some changes with your caddy or something. You you missed the one last week. Last week we learned about Ryan Fox, who was near the bottom of the uh, the standings. Where was he? He's like ninety, what ninety first overall. Sure. When I pulled this list, and it just so happened that like the the week that I was doing it, the weekend, the tournament before, I think he like I think he dumped a ball in a water in a par three and then aced the next shot. Oh my gosh. You know, so it's like something pretty wild. And then we go to Siwoo Kim or Kim Siwoo, if you want to, depending on how you say his name. <laughs> um, and wow, it's just. That's a complete turnaround from we had something really cool to, like, the only thing this guy's really got going for him right now is is that he's missed, like, a lot of cuts. Yeah, he has, like, a lot, a lot. Um, but uh, he, he was the youngest. He's the youngest. I mean, granted, he is so young, so, like, maybe that'll change. We'll see. Um, but, but he qualified from Q school when he was 17 years old. That's insane. Oh yeah, he's he turned pro in 2012 and he's 24 years old. That's crazy. That is that is absolutely nuts. Um, and he has, yeah, he probably hasn't played that much too because he had to do like the uh, mandatory military time for living in South Korea. Has he already done that, or does he have to do that yet? Because I know like Sangmoon Bay, like he was around for quite a while before he had to go. I don't know what the I don't, I don't know, know what the let's, rule is for that. Let's see what his. He, no, he's played every year he's, since then. He had he yeah. played in eight tournaments in 2013, but then he played like he's been playing 30 to 20, like in 20s to 30s ever since then. So they must be able to delay their their like deployment or whatever until I don't know some a certain point. Uh, it says um, I just googled it quick. It says uh, it's existed since 1957. It says it requires male citizens between the ages of 18 and 28 to perform uh required military service i mean i so between so he has to just sign up before he's 28 then yeah so i don't know if that's just like uh you get to choose when you do it or if that's kind of your if that is that like their jury duty do you just do you just get a summons in the mail one day and i think i guess i gotta go i honestly think that that might happen but i think there's like exceptions for like if they like feel like that's what happened with saying moon bay i thought i'd I don't remember that being planned. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they get a whole lot of notice. Like, uh, well, I'll have to put this off because I gotta, I gotta go, and I don't really have an option. It was either that, or he was getting to, you know, towards being twenty-eight where he had to. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah. One of the but, two. Uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, it is. So we'll see. We'll see what he does. We'll see if he sticks around for a little while. I mean, I'm just saying, it would it be a horrible idea for him to go do that now since he's playing so bad? Uh, I think now would be the perfect time to go. If and do you that. get to choose and you miss nine cuts in a row, do you go? 
enlist in the military, get your mandatory time over with, and then you come back clean, clean mind. You just go, hey, look, this is this is playing golf. I'm not at war anymore. There's, you know, yep. clean, fresh, fresh mind, and you just come out and you just dominate. You could, yeah, definitely even get a new perspective on life too. Get I mean, some emotional intelligence. Come back out and play he's well. He's made one point eight mil in his career, so it's not like he's so he's comfortable struggling for money. Unless he's pulling an Adrian Peterson, yeah. Then uh, he's blowing all of it. Just yeah, you know, it's good for you that you made a hundred million. But if you spend a hundred fifty million, yeah, you're you're. Uh, you know, I'm no I'm no mathematician, but you ain't making enough. Yep. Uh, yeah. So not great he does have you know early in the year he did have a couple of decent finishes a third place finish and a couple t4s but man that's got to seem like eons ago when you're (laughs) when you're about to hit your 10th missed cut in a row oh my god i know i he's probably just like you know he's in that slump but it's too big of a slump he's gotta he's gotta be something i mean if i miss a few putts in a row i feel like i'm lost and never gonna get it back if you if you miss nine cuts in a row nine out of ten whoo that's yeah. rough. That is that is rough. That's really bad. Ten, ten could be you're not coming back. Yep. So that's our boy. I you know honestly because he's so young, and uh, I I'm really not seeing like a ton on here for him. Yeah, there's not much. He's, you know, he's got two wins. One of them being the players. Um. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, there's not much on him. Buck. Um, yeah, so we'll see. You know, maybe uh, you, know, you see his name up on top of the leaderboard every once in a while. So we'll see if he can see if he can bring it back. And uh, yeah, we'll see whenever he has to uh, go do his military time. We'll see if it helps or hurts him. I think time will you time know, will tell. Yep, always does. The truth will come out. So that's uh, that's another golfer that you know you know we've we've actually hit like a lot of really good ones of people that either like have a common name like Zach Johnson or Bumble Watson that have a lot of depth to them that people don't know about or it's people that people are just not gonna know. Yeah, and he's a guy that I feel like I've seen, but just like you know he he doesn't do, he hasn't done a whole lot of like you know he hasn't won a lot or been like have like a lot of like a streaks of playing well so yeah he's just not been in the spotlight enough to no. to really you know have his story be known or or really anything about him be known exactly so man i'm just scrolling up and down through this list there's so many guys that i am looking forward to oh yeah seriously there are some really good ones on here some of his names are amazing i'm excited i'm going to have to look on here um let me just do a let me just do a quick find on this. If he's not on here, I'm gonna vote that we add a name. Okay. Can can we add a name to the bottom of this? We can I, do whatever we want. That's very true. <laughs> I need I need at some point. We'll see when this actually comes out because uh, you know there's like we got a hundred we'll have a hundred and one of them on here and we're doing these once a week. Um, I need I need to know more about Miguel Angel Jimenez. Oh yeah, seriously. <laughs> or or as just a backstory to his stretching his stretching. M- Miguel Angel Jimenez. <laughs> I I need to know more about the guy, and the fact that he's not in the top 100 is a little sad to me. Mm-hmm. But the guy is just an absolute tank. He's a legend. I mean, that stretching routine is just. <laughs> is that stretching routine the only reason he's alive? It probably <laughs> is. It's probably the only reason he can still golf. 
because he's constantly ripping a gigantic cigar, constantly drinking. He's just. We'll just have a. Well, we should just have a bet of he's still kicking by the time that we actually hit what will end up being 101 on the random number generator. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a pretty good bet to be honest with you. Because I honestly don't know which way I'd be leaning. But we'll see what happens. Yes, we will. Uh, the other thing I was just going to mention, just looking at this list, Tiger and Phil, get get your act together. Yeah, so that's, I think that Tiger's, Tiger, week Tiger's taking a break anybody. from the game. So, Yeah, which kind of hurts because I still have him in the one-and-done contest, and it's looking oh, yeah. like I'm probably not going to be able to use him, I guess. I used him at the at the really good time, it seems. Yeah, so. but, uh, I, I missed my window because that window was one week. Yep. But, man, that, that was um, – I heard a stat. I can't remember where it was. It was like the, it was like the first major in like ten or twelve years or something like that, where both Phil and Tiger weren't playing on the weekend. So, yeah, that's not uh, that's not know, good. It's not not good for the game when when it comes to you know people that loosely follow it that will only tune in for one of those guys. But if you uh, if you like the game, it was a great great weekend last week. But still, everyone likes to see those guys at least have a chance on, on the last couple of days. So, Oh, yeah, definitely. So that sucked that they were gone, but we'll, uh, you know, we'll do it again next year and see what happens. All right, I think that's uh, about it for our podcast this evening. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you want to give us a, sh- uh, a follow on Twitter, it's um, – what is, what is our Twitter handle again? Uh, we, are, we are at OB underscore golf pod. Yep, exactly. Um, otherwise, if you want to shoot out – a message or a DM or whatever to my personal account. Talk about this. That is at 33 golfer. So sticking with the golf theme there. Oh yeah. So and if you um, have any, any players you want to request us to, to do a little research on or, or any, anything like that, just, just let us know. Topics that we could talk about anything. Um, yep. And obviously you can listen you, if you are hearing this, you're listening to it on one of our platforms, but um, we are, I mean, we're on most of the major platforms, so check us out on Spotify, you know, iTunes. Is it iTunes working yet, or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're up there. Okay, sweet. So, yeah. Yep. Apple Apple Podcast, I believe, is the, I think iTunes is going away soon, so I think ah. it's technically just Apple Apple Podcast. Okay, yeah, check us yeah, out. Yeah, we are, we are up there now, so pretty All much, right. pretty much anywhere, so. That is, uh, you know, we learned about Siwoo Kim, and we will see you next week. Talk about the St. Jude Classic, and I can't wait for Xander to just run away with the thing. Oh, yeah, we'll see, you know. <laughs> I think. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I think Keimer's got the other one, but we'll see. Yeah, you never know. We'll uh, we'll find out next week. All right. See you guys. See you.